Hi everyone, welcome to the 10 Minute Acting Tips podcast. My name is Clive Dancy and in the next 10 minutes or so, I'm going to give you a load of tips and tricks to add to your acting and presenting toolbox. Hi everyone, welcome back to uh, Character Creation. Now this is part two. If you haven't heard part one, I suggest you go back and have a listen to that because we talk a lot about character creation before you have even uh, started learning the lines. Uh, There's so much stuff there that uh, it's really good idea to go back and look at it. We talk about uh, where the characters come from, the character accent, uh, the character type, who their friends are, referencing, all the stuff that you take into the the area with you, um, how they walk, and so much more. So I, I really suggest that you go back and have a listen to that one if you're listening to this one. This is part two. Um, this might be a little bit shorter. We'll see how it goes. You probably noticed that I do a lot of my podcast where uh, I'm letting my brain just run away with things. Um, I've got notes and things I want to follow, but if there's something I feel really passionate about, I'll talk more about that. So I uh, hope you're enjoying this series. It's a little bit ad hoc, um, but I hope you enjoy it and uh, I'm starting to really get some value from it. Now, we're going to get back into part two of character creation. Now, character creation, again, is you have to make your character real and believable on stage. This is a massive thing that I I look at and I think about all the time. Is my character believable? How do I make my character believable? And I think all the groundwork you do before you even start to uh, rehearse is really important. You start to think about your character, your type. So then when you start looking at the words and you start looking at what you've got to say, your conversations you have to have with people on stage, that they all come from a real point of believability of truth. If you try and add the things on later, I think it's a lot harder because you may start getting into a little bit of a pattern with your dialogue that when suddenly someone uh, says, a director might even say to you, look, I I need you to play that a little bit more sinister or a bit darker or or something, then you obviously need to do what the the director says. But if you've done your study and your, your you should be pretty much knowing that all that bit maybe should be a little bit sinister, a little bit darker. Um, So all this stuff is is really important to do and it's all the groundwork and rehearsal work you do before you even step on the stage or step into the rehearsal room. Okay, now what I'd do, I would start looking at the text. I'll start looking for the moments when uh, the character is has extreme emotions. It's really important that you read through the play, the show, two or three times, movie of it or a film of it. Sorry, a little bit of Americanism coming in there. Um, try not to watch a film of it because that is one person's portrayal of a character. Maybe it's completely different to your idea you might get influenced by 
what that person is playing. Um, I recently produced Chicago uh, locally and the important thing to me was that all the characters were totally believable and that by watching the film you could almost fall into a trap of copying what was on the film. Now, I remember the story, to remind myself of the story, it was an easy way of doing it, but the characters and the character creation I used from the text, and we created the characters from the text. Um, so, if we're looking at a character, uh, and we're looking at uh, the, the what we're, we're doing with this character creation, we started to look at how they sound, how they walk, how they come across, but then we start to look at things that, are they quick to anger? Are they a slow thinker? Are they a doer? Are they, are they an instinctive sort of person? Are they a doormat? All these questions you, you have to look at within your character to see what type of person they are. Um, uh, again, going back to Chicago, um, I, I directed a character and he was called Mr. Cellophane. He was the wife of Roxy Hart. And most of the time this character is played for sympathy for the audience. So they go, oh, bless. Now... The way that it's normally played is that he is quite downtrodden. But I thought, somebody can't be like that all the time. So I made my actor fight back on various occasions and really try to ascertain his strength in his relationship, only to see that he becomes more downtrodden the more he fights back. The more he fights back, the more he's pushed back by his, his wife, Roxy. And so that gave him a really good dimension of a guy who does actually fight. He's just too weak to actually deal with a woman of that sort of power so don't always think that your character might be oh the downtrodden one oh I've got a plan for sympathy oh he's he's weak and he's soft maybe he's weak but maybe there's times he can fight back to show that he's actually more than just a, a, a one-dimensional character um, so yeah, don't get hold of that characteristic and, and say I have to play it, play it like this throughout the whole play. Look at other dimensions of the character. Um, look at the uh, form an image of the character. Sorry, I've just gone slightly on a different path there. But form an image of the person that you're going to play. You should have a, a good grasp now. We've talked about you know the what they might wear, uh, what they might um, walk in, what type of shoes they may have. But now start to form an image of who this character is. You might be playing something Shakespearean, so you might go, oh, well, he's going to have a full Shakespearean garb, or it might be Shakespearean modern times, and he might wear a suit, um, or she might wear a dress, she might wear a skirt. Start to build up the image in your mind of what that character is, who that character is. Now this is stuff that if you walk into a rehearsal room with all this stuff and information, your director might absolutely love you for it, but they also might have their own ideas. So do this research, take it into the area, take it into the rehearsal room, 
that was interesting. Funny sound coming from my room. Um, <laughs> do your research. Take the uh, take the information into the area, but be prepared that director might have their own ideas. So, but sorry, that's a very loud motorbike. Um, to be honest, there's so many depths you can go into while creating a characters, and I I really recommend you um, look at Stanislavski's book on creating a character, especially chapter one, which takes you through the whole process. I hope this has given you a little bit of grounding. Sorry, it might have been a little bit jumpy, a little bit all over the place, but I'm hoping that from it you can gain loads of tips and tricks on the next time you have to create a character or the next time that you have to uh, research somebody or you're playing uh, a role or just something you might be doing a presentation and you want to come across a little bit more confident use some of these little tips and tricks to come across more confident um, I hope you enjoy both of these two uh, both of these sections and uh, hopefully I'll see you soon if my house hasn't fallen down by then okay bye thanks for listening to the podcast and I hope you picked up some great tips and tricks to use in your next performance or presentation if you have any questions or want to drop me a message, please contact me at 10minuteactingtips at gmail.com or if you would like to arrange a Skype session, FaceTime or personal coaching, please add Skype to the subject line. I've been Clive Dancy. See you next time.